Wow. What's going on there, Darren? How you doing, man? All right? Doing good. Hello, Crazy Witch. Hello, Nicole. Welcome to the show, everybody. So, yeah, we're rocking and rolling. Long time no see, brother. Yeah, good to see you, man. Good to see you. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's been quite a, a, a busy time, so, um, yeah, getting back into it now and, uh, yeah, lots to talk about, really. I mean, uh, it, 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 it just seems like uh, recently uh, there's been so much activity in in this country, in England, in, in areas where I grew up. And uh, maybe it's just because I've been, a you know, my spare time is a lot of it is taken up of uh, looking at kind of cryptids and everything. But um it just seems like it it's exploded. I don't know about you. You've been doing shows the whole time through. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Have you had much contact uh, with the UK or do you realize that there's a lot more activity? I mean, I think because of social media, obviously, but it's gone crazy. There's, there's so much it, going on. It really on. is. The problem we're having is, is twofold is that a lot of people. Uh, I don't know how to say this. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but you know, we have we have two categories, right? We have some people that think these creatures are warm and fuzzy, and they love them, and they feed them, and 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 they and they baby them. And there's the other category where they terrorize these people in the country, and they tear up their property, and they're very aggressive. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to take it. I, 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 the, the, the simplicity of um, a race of intelligent animals, you'll get one that is like human beings, I guess, uh, more uh, docile, more, um, more friendly, maybe. But at the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I'm always of the opinion, Chris, that we are the wild animals on everything that has happened. Uh, to our wildlife, to uh, the areas that, that, that we live in, is usually down to human intervention. Why they maybe act like that, you know, they're not a wild animal. I know because I run uh, animal rescue centers. I don't run them, but I but I, I I've supported them for a long time here. Right. And a wild animal is a wild animal. They're not cuddly. They're they're in in instinctively wild their main uh their main motivation is for food is for mating and and shelter and i mean i i, I never think that dog man or dog men dog people i i always there's something that i think about chris where i don't think they're actually uh, they're like human beings they're bad they're good but i think uh basically these things just want to either be left alone uh, because of obviously their appearance, because most people will never see something like that in their lives. I think that they're pretty much uh, like something that has been disturbed, like a race of people, you know, and, and, and humans are the worst. Humans are, are, you know, they think they've got the right to be at the, at the top of this kind of food chain. And, and so many hunters uh, and 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 people that have been out in the world, they they always say, "I just realised that I ain't, you know, the guy with the big baseball bat. I ain't, I ain't the gorilla in the room in this, you know, 
right. Right. You know, and and I also get the 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 feeling that uh, from some of the um, encounters that I've that I've listened to that the 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 dog people and the dog man and the bigfoot they like usher you out of areas yeah. i'm sure that they i'm sure they eat people i'm sure they do i mean we do the most destructive things to each other as as the human race uh that is that is possible what what, what we're doing on a daily basis so i i think they would have a healthy disrespect of humans if well, that... you, you brought an interesting point. Now, watch this. I don't know if you can hear this. I'll turn my mic up, right? So it's going to give out. Alexa, how many missing people in the UK? From GlobalPlayer.com. It is estimated that around 170,000 people are reported missing each year in the United Now, yesterday, or two days ago, I checked that stats. And they said over 250,000 people in the UK go missing each year. Now, I checked the statistics. You all are on an island. Every 90 seconds, a person goes missing. Yeah. What in the hell is going on? Yeah. Now, Alexa, how many people are missing in the, U in the United States per year? About 600,000 people are reported missing in the United States every year. 600,000 people in the United States. Wow. That ain't 411, is it? So, you know. what is going on? So, now we, can, now we can say trafficking. We can say murders. We can say people that go off the grid. We, now, we, now, we can dissect this. But, ladies and gentlemen, let's get real. Yeah. You know, you did bring up 411. Now, you did bring up people being attacked. and be, I mean, I don't know what's going on. But when you're talking about an island yeah. that's I mean, the size of Texas and a couple other states of America, right? Everybody, Chris, that comes to the UK that goes to Scotland, which is like there are areas of Scotland which are so vast, you would never even think that they – that that would be the, I mean, you know, the classic American thing when I lived in California, and oh, you must know, uh, 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 you must know Jane and, and, and Michael, you know, Michael's about five, you know, they think the UK is, but, but it's, it's, we've had this conversation before. Right. I go sometimes where I live is very, very, very Southwest. So really I've only got to go three hours, uh, three hours South if that and i am at the bottom of our island okay and i could travel probably in one day from the bottom to the top lands end to john o'groats as we call it and and I, I can't remember i think it was david bunt who i've been trying to get on this program but he's a he's a slippery eel he's had dogman encounters where they've been coming down the trees behind him and he didn't realize uh, upside down, head first, coming down. Uh, no, uh, no, I couldn't handle that. Right. And he didn't know that his brother or his took a picture of him and, you know, they're always taking. And yeah. And he's like, that's a dog man coming down. That's in the UK. But he said, and it was, it, it really hit a chord with me because at the time I was I'm a musician, I was touring, I was doing uh, Scotland, London, uh, not so much in the South, but he said, all you see when you go on the on the highway on the motorway from most of the time you're on that motorway the same as in most countries 
all you see is farmland, open land. Obviously, you're going to get around the cities, stuff's going to get built up, but you don't go far outside those cities and then it goes back into open land, forests. And I've said this, I think I've said this to you, you go from, say, London to get the ferry to go to Ireland, which you go right up through Wales and you're seeing uh, lakes, you're seeing reservoirs, you're seeing huge forests, mountain ranges, which they are mountain ranges, it's, it, you know, and Scotland is like Alaska. You, I could take pictures of Scotland and, and where's that? And they'd go, oh, that's probably North America. That That's like Canada or the Rockies or that's, no, that's Scotland. It is wild. And then the migration route, they think that the, 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 the Sasquatch, the Bigfoot, because we have them here. We have woodwose here. We have wild men. I know people that have seen them. I've showed you pictures, Chris. Right, right. Girl that didn't want to be, that has habitation. And as soon as, um, uh, uh, you know, it, it's like, you know, they're just being seen in these areas where it makes complete and utter sense. And and and, and now I know somebody that has have, having uh, supposedly dogmen, uh, a lot of dogmen, uh, dog people encounters. We're talking a supermarket car park that backs onto woodland. Now, most people... Like, what was it who said, if you, you know, if you completely cancel out all the things that are completely unbelievable, that are completely nonsensical, you will usually end up with the truth. And, right. and you know, to think, like you said, we're an island, but then you flip it over the other side and think, wow, if those things were ever here, they're not going to go and get a ticket for the ferry to go to mainland europe or they're here they're certainly in ireland too i know that for a fact right there are areas there that and and i know that even around this area there are um creatures deborah hatswell who we know we've had her on our show fantastic knowledge that she has on everything to do with anything pretty much the uk and, and everywhere else you know, she had her own experience. We have, um, you have, you have Sky, you know, the Sky TV in, in America, satellite TV, you know, right. had it for years. <laughs> the UK's had it for like, you know, 20 years or whatever it is. But, um, but yeah, uh, she was on the Sky TV program, Deborah, our friend Deborah, and re laid to everybody the, the the experience that that she had with a british bigfoot and on that program there was probably four or five other people deborah might be tuning in now uh, she's a busy lady uh, that had had these experiences and mostly women uh, that had just had these and and they they couldn't believe well, what what they were what they were seeing, what, what, you know, and, you know, you can see a credible person, as you know, with your background. Right, that is correct. Yeah, it's not rocket science to go, why would this person make this, you know, this insane story up? But the reason why this country is in a, a bit of a mess at the moment, I think most countries are not doing 
great is because people just dismiss things like that out of hand and that's that's the way their mind thinks you know to ah, that doesn't be i haven't seen it so it doesn't exist you know that i've had a experience when i was 14 uh which which changed my life the way i looked at things and i was brought up um my mother was always uh we used to have magazines in the uk called the unexplained it was you know you built them all up into a folder and and everything and my mum always had my mum was always uh interested in, in in ufos and the other side and uh sasquatch and stuff i remember seeing the patterson gimlin uh film and and it was always it was always around me so uh, then i had my own experience and then um and then like you know uh when the first person i told was my mum because i knew my mum would uh would understand right uh, and right. you know what her can you remember what her reply was don't worry son don't worry right. that because i've seen him too you know and i'm like oh my god and then she told me the story so maybe it's something that's in tune maybe it's uh, you know ignorance is is is, is just the worst trait I can find in 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 in, in anything, and I, and and I think that these these uh, these people the are are as maybe they've been here. I don't know. I don't really want to go down the route of evolution, <laughs> right? But my but you know when when I was looking at the statistics though of UK of missing people, that's insane. And not finding the bodies, insane. It is, and it's an island. I didn't realize. I mean, and your many. government is not like not even blinking an eye about it. No, no, it's not on there. Uh, it's not in their narrative to look into something which they probably know what is going on. To be fair, like the U.S. government know exactly what's going on with. Um, I've heard stories about. Uh, the dog people or where they've gone into an area and Bigfoot and they've set up a kind of um, satellite dish and you know da -da 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 -da, and you know are they chipped are there ones that were hybrid you know the whole did they escape were they were they used for another purpose were they were they let out in the wild to 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 fight the rakes you know, and, and, and you know, this stuff doesn't just pop up uh, out of people's wild imaginations. There's just too much of it. If you and we know where to look, and we and we've looked, and you know, and 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 uh, you know, there's there's almost like there's something else going on behind it. Whether it be UFOs, whether it be the UFO, uh, you know, the lights that people see that are connected to Bigfoot. Sasquatch or whether there's you know I mean I can't remember if it was your show where there was a portal and this Sasquatch came out yeah this. that was one of my shows yes like a few feet off the ground and just yes. like popped out I mean you know you don't make uh, I've, I've seen I, I saw UFOs when I was about 12 I, uh, there was quite a few of us uh, in the in the middle of the night, we were what we call here. We were just night fishing, and um, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Really, I mean, it wasn't a, a, a hovering craft, you know, 
100 meters away but but there was no we had older people there uh, younger people there we all sort of congregated and I just couldn't really understand what it was, if it was military, but it it, it didn't move in any way that uh, years later when I was in California, I, I, I mentioned it to someone and they said, yeah, that's what you saw. They, they do this maneuver, which goes quick and along the horizon or up to an apex, which um, whether they're interested in being uh, undetected by radar, I don't know. You know, we've all seen that. The, the the UFO with the, uh, the the American Air Force, which is out at sea, mm-hmm. you know, and the guy, and then I think they scramble another couple of jets, and then this thing disappears, and then but where the coordinates of where it actually pops up is where their rendezvous point was, and it was something like you know it had to be traveling three and a half thousand miles an hour to get, so it was a kind of we know where we know. This, what where this operation is gonna finny you know and this uh ufo or they call them something else now uaps yeah yeah i don't know why they they keep changing the names it's not going to change the phenomenon right no but it pops up in the exact coordinates that that was where their rendezvous point was as a kind of you know and and there's a there's a, a documentary on at the moment, funny enough, my dad watched it, excuse me, a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, oh, I believe in all that stuff. Oh, my God, it was in Africa, and it was a, a school, and they were all young, and... Um, yeah, the UFO landed. Yeah, and landed, and they were waving Yeah, to them, and then it showed them when they were older, and they were all like, you know, uh, uh, doctorates and they were all um, lawyers and you know and the 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 teacher the head headmistress or whoever was was very sort of sheepish as we say because she'd kind of like um she might have been told but you don't have like 30 children that see exactly the same thing you know that's and 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 and, and drew it and i maybe the teacher if you saw it was told to kind of you know right zip it up a little bit you know and and then they showed her basically being a little bit uh yeah sheepish that uh that she had uh you know gone against these kids because you know you're you're weighing up but now these kids were all older and they traveled one was a lawyer in london one was a doctor one was a physicist one was law enforcement or what you black and it was like no, that that's what we saw, you know. It's just um so how many times are those things happening where they, they don't get reported, you know? I mean, and that's the case. And and I heard by Russ Kellett over there in US in UK that the UFO sightings are on the rise over there too. Yeah, yeah. I I mean a lot of it I think is down to the, the whole social media, the communication. Because I mean, I grew up in a, in a in an era where you'd go and see a band, and and, and no one maybe had a, a, a camera if you went to a, a festival. But now, pretty much everything can be can be documented. But you imagine all that stuff, Chris, that was was as has been going on before people could pull out. Of, I mean, you, you see a cat in your garden, like I do all the time. We 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 rescue stray animals all the time 
and you want to film it and you whip your phone out and try and film it and it's 10, 15 feet away. It's not like you're watching a Steven Spielberg film. It's, it's terrible. You always have to open it up to see the cat's markings or, you know, I mean, so they, oh, well, it's all this, uh, there's a name for the, the sort of blob squatch type stuff. and uh, Yeah, blob squam, yeah. There's a name, there's some kind of, but, you know, it, it just doesn't happen, you know. I mean, these people are like, this is, uh, this is like some huge creature, like 20 feet away, and it just looks like a dark mass, you know, it, it just doesn't, it just, even as good as cameras are, it just doesn't happen. But um, we've got an area here in the UK, which is um, called Canuck Chase. We were trying to get uh, one of the guys who's written uh, books on it, but he's got a young family and he's probably going to be available at some point towards the middle of the month. So, um the, the area where I told you about the guy that was picked up by his ankles, they were like yeah. these kind of biker guys. And he had these like hand marks, four handprints and a big bruise on his back at the back of his leg where this thing had just like picked him up. Something had picked him up and then dropped him. So, Yeah, see, I, I couldn't handle that. I, I couldn't handle that, so... And even the East is talking about, have you seen the holograms that they're, they've been using about the whales and in Dubai and everything? Have you seen that? No, no. Oh, no way. So uh, we had somebody uh, on one of the shows, I'll show you the video, was talking about, oh, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, my mom was talking about during World War II, I think, that they were using the holograms to show pictures in the sky during the war. And I was like, what? Well, I never heard of this. And uh, in one on one of the national shows I was on, uh, they showed me a, a video. I thought it was fake at first. And they're like, what would you do if you saw this? And I was like, I would probably fall to my knees and, and start praying to God. Let me show you this video. Let me pull it up. Uh, and this is how good uh, the technology is uh, right now. And we know the military is, what, 30 to 50 years in advance from us correct whatever they show us whatever they show us it's their way you know way right so i'm bringing it up let me pause it real quick and let me share my screen then i'm gonna blow it up uh so there's a lot of conspiracy theories about 9-11 and some other stuff yeah but uh here we go ladies and gentlemen Now, is that not crazy? What is that? Is that not crazy? That's that's holograms. That's what they can do right now. They're they're showing the public. This is our technology. So they can just basically um, yes. show anybody 
So basically, they want to frame you for murder. They can show you across another country or whatever and show you coming out of an apartment building with a knife in somebody's. Yeah. Wow. That's how far technology is. So uh, they also have uh, another show uh, I showed that uh, you could be I'm here. And let, let, me, let me show you this one. Uh, uh, let's see if I can pull this up. And this is where I said it's going to hurt a lot of people in the in, in the cryptid world, and especially the paranormal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me bring up my Facebook account, see if I still have the video uh, about holograms. And, and I say the politicians are already using it. And, oh, uh, you, can, you can bet your bottom dollar on that, definitely. That, that, that is being used and probably not for good. Right, right. Or as... But it's ominous, very isn't ominous. That, isn't that crazy though? Watching that the first time I saw somebody show me that on, on the national uh show, I was like, Oh, come on! I'm like, There's no way. And uh, they're like, What would you do if you saw that? Well, if you saw people walking down the sidewalk, they didn't know what was going on, and they really? pulled out their phones and are like, Filming, they're like, What the hell? But how did the one come out the water with all the yes. And it looked real, didn't it? It well, it it it, it didn't look unreal. But how did they? How would they program that? I mean, it's it, it's just just so precise and so you know. And a whale is a kind of is an animal that is kind of you know. It's it's a whale. It's not a shark. It's you know. As much as I love sharks, I just had a terrible shark tattoo today on my. Uh, but it it it's a kind of uh, a passive animal, a beautiful animal, of course. But do you know what I mean? It's not like right. they shot a jet fighter and a submarine coming out. You know, it it was. It well, was, how do we know they're not using that te not, that technology to do that? Now, here's the other video. Now, this now this is this is weird. This is this will flip you out. Here we go. Check this one out. Let me unmute the audio here. Let me pause it. There we go. Now let me hit play. Industry uh, is the ability to beam anybody from anywhere to anywhere uh, in real time. So what we've decided to do is we shrunk these giant hologram stage apparatus from big arena stage pieces into what you see right here. This is Portal. It's the size of a vending machine. Uh, it fits in the corner of a room and it beams in a 4K resolution image in real time you can wow. create, you can beam anybody from anywhere to anywhere in real time. And when you're looking into the camera, you're looking into your audience's eyes. Notice it so reduced the shadow, two of them. Or if you're a uh, politician, a speaker or a religious leader, you could beam from the safety and security of your own campaign headquarters or from your own... Uh, judges chambers or whatever, wherever you are into anywhere that you need to be in real time. So I can distribute portal hologram machines to any country in the world. And in real time, you could beam from wherever you are into as many places uh, at the exact same time. Uh, each portal has an audience facing camera so that when you beam in front of audiences around the world, the camera uh, sees the audiences. So I'm here with you right now. However, if I wasn't, I would still be able to see you. Check. Now, isn't that wild? Wow. 
I mean, so I mean that's crazy, and yeah. so now we know this technology is available. So we know that they probably don't have to have that little box to recreate this. Yeah. Right. Um, They're just giving us a demonstration. Yeah. Yes. That's probably twenty years old. That probably at least probably minimum. You know, and and the whole thing about uh, uh, the 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 lockdown and 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 the the, the pandemic was, uh, you know, it it opened up all those possibilities of of being able to, and so maybe they leaked that out, but. I always think that kind of technology. I'm not a pessimist or or, or or a negative person, but I always think that there's there's some dubious use that the powers that be are using it for. You know, I just. Uh, what do you think? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and I'm not going to go down Denise's rabbit hole, no, because I can show 9/11 videos of how yeah. the building uh, implodes. Yeah, and how yeah. the window explodes yeah. and i can show you how a building uh is demolished and uh how uh because the way a building is is demolished right or how you however you want to use the verbiage it goes straight down right yeah now in theory if an airplane or something hits a tower a building a skyscraper right and the way the metal, they said that it got hot enough, it twisted in turn and so forth. It is not in theory, in theoretically or theoretical or however you want to say it, theorize, going to come straight down. It's going to turn, twist and yeah. fall and lean. Yeah, not, it's not going to go back. with a plane, which I think they actually tested. Uh, a, a plane with that structure and 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 uh, the makeup of that plane going into a wall at 300 miles an hour it disintegrated there was nothing left it so at 500 miles an hour or whatever it it was just like you said it, it's a rabbit hole and there's so much that doesn't uh, oh, yeah yeah but yeah. you know, it, so we know that the the powers to be, and and I don't want to say only the U.S. government, but let's say the U.N., the United Nations, right? They have this technology, but if they have this technology, what about the people in the cryptic world, right? The paranormal world. So Microsoft has come out, and they're they're releasing this uh, software uh, soon. I think this fall, to right. where they can take any paranormal video and strip it and see if you altered your video to put anything on top of it by layers. So now if you're rich and famous and you claim you got ghosts and they put the software and put your video through it and they, uh -oh. they can, they can debunk you now. Really? So now, now they're going to have fallout. Yes. So you think that's going to separate the wheat from the chaff? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, 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 and rightly so, you know, I mean, uh, like I said, you strip away that, that quote was, I mean, you strip away all the improbable, the impossible, and, uh, and what you usually end up with is, is, is the truth. And, and, and the truth is, is very, um, I think is, is, is very, uh, the, the, the truth is nature. You know, things are, things are just, uh, are, are there for, because, uh, 
it's, it's a hard one thinking about uh, such a being as um, I mean, you've uh, reached out and I think you've been in contact with Matt Johnson. Yes. Yeah. And I've seen his uh, his first encounter with his family on uh, reenacted and then the amazing journey that he seemed to go on where he thinks he knows where they come from. And then I think he took a, uh, a friend of his and, and the Bigfoot ran towards him and you could feel to all intents that there was a, uh, you know, a, 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 a solid physical being running towards him. And then all of a sudden, and, you know, I mean, that is somebody I've come across that, um, that had this uh, experience with a, a, a big foot. And he was obviously, you know, he was obviously very concerned for his family. And then became, yeah. I guess, sort of obsessed like you would be with, or, you know, with, with where are these, you know, where are they? You know, I mean, what, what, what are they, what are they here for? How long have they been here? I know that they found uh, some bones in a rock slide that they aged at 110,000 years old. And they oh, were wow. femur bones and assorted bones it was a burial site for very very large 11 to 13 foot you know there was some that were nine foot some that were six foot it was obviously a a, a, a sasquatch uh burial ground because I, I i believe completely that they bury their their their, their dead totally what you know i mean it's like how often do you find a bear carcass in the woods how you know i mean We've got, I think we've got something, say, like two million deer in this country. And I drive a lot in the, in you know, at night in the country when I'm coming back from places. If you want to see a deer, you'll probably see one. But very often you, you won't see one. And they're everywhere, supposedly, you know, in all these areas. So um, it's, uh, it, it would mean that i mean some of the visitations from the sasquatch are just so incredible it's like there's not really an in-between it's either a glimpse and that they had this experience and it took them a while to talk about it or they've got a sort of semi-habitation uh with 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 bigfoot i mean where you are chris i mean you're it's it's like a hotbed around there every time yeah. you're Obviously, now I always look at Lexington, Kentucky. I always look at just, you know, where you are and, uh, you know, what the weather's like and if anything, Bigfoot, Lexington, Kentucky, you know, the area. The, and the, um, uh, the, the the Daniel Boone Forest. The, the forest. Trail. I mean, obviously, I think of a forest as like, you know, not like the forests are in America. You know, it's... Um, everything's on a smaller scale here but everything's very i was flying the other day uh out of uh, bristol which is in the southwest of england and i've heard of a story in a certain area of woods where uh, two girls were uh, sat down and they heard this rustling and um and it's not that far from the city the main road that drops down over the hill that goes into the city there was a house for sale there and it, was, and it looked like something out of America. It was right in the middle of this kind of little bit of a forest. But the city is right there. 
they had an experience with um with a British Bigfoot, a wood waste, uh, wood waste uh, there. They 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 didn't know what it was. It had a stick, and they're like, "Oh, who's that over there?" Just thinking it was a somebody walking their dog or trying to find their dog or whatever. And it was this hair covered uh, man. It was definitely a man. They said, and it and it had a stick. It was digging, pushing something into the into the ground. You know, and I obviously didn't expect to see anything like that. And that's like those woods, you come straight off the main highway, as, as you say, and go, it's the main route into a major city. And it's right there, you know, and then there's the, but when I flew over the other day, I kind of, ah, there's those woods, because there's a big um, uh, Ashton Court, which is a big country house kind of thing, and they have festivals and music there. And I'm like, oh, that's Ashton. And I, I just looked at those woods, and they are dense and pretty big as well. You know, when you're on a plane going over, you sort of get a perspective of the size. Right, like, right. Anything could live in there, you know, and, 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 and come out, you know, in the hours of darkness and do whatever go through rubbish you know um you know it's 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 a it would be a blink blink of the eye but i i didn't realize how dense that those woods were and then they were bordered by uh the river severn and the estuary there but then the other side of the estuary was even more forest and then the other side is where i'm from the forest of dean which is completely and utterly known as being we've got wolves we've got wild boar we've got dogmen that have been seen there so it's 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 only going back to the human kind of uh infiltration uh, uh where they cut areas up i could actually see from a plane the patchwork of oh my god all this was just ravines and forests and rivers you know it's like uh like you know the creeks the forests it's like in america it, it it just had everything it was it, it, when you go into cities like david bunt said uh and you go out and you're driving it's 90 percent uh open fields forests you know britain is very um capable of of uh of accommodating i think anything you know, I, I, what does it matter? I'm six foot tall. What does it matter? Is it three foot taller than me? You know, it's yeah, not. But the people in your pubs, though, out in the country knows about these things. That's, yeah. that's the kicker. Yeah. And they sit around and talk about it. Yeah. And the farmers, they know about it. They know what's happening to their livestock when they when they see when they lose animals or when uh, they've seen their large like their horses mainly uh, cows where they've had these sort of four slashes on their hinds like any big cat any big predator will usually go either for the throat or for the or or bring them down especially if there's two or three one will bring it down the other will you know and you've got to put yourself in their position really what do they do when they know it's, there's a, a story about the uh, in Wales, the Brecon Beacons, which again is not that far from, from where I grew up. You can see the sugar loaf and the Brecon Beacons. That's where the SAS train, there are areas up there that are restricted. 
and that is where that it, it, it's a hotbed that area the um there's a name of a racehorse uh, some uh, say his name's uh, silver spur it's called silver spur lake but it's not it's named of uh, i think it's called headhunter and that was the name of the horse don't ask me why but there's been uh, big sightings there of uh, of dog people and like i said the sas are, which is our pretty much our, our special forces here that that's where they train so whether this guy i think he probably was ex-forces but he talked to a farmer and 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 they knew everything about it they they had uh, weapons in the back of their jeeps which in england if you see a weapon it's kind of like oh you know right right it's not it's not the, the norm here uh, and and uh, cut a long story short he he got the impression because he'd seen things and and the farmer was obviously very cagey but sort of opened up a little bit about you know yeah there are things here that you know we only talk about when we're together in a in in a pub under hush tones kind of thing and uh, but he was totally aware that what was what was happening and that's you know that, that that's not wild it, it, i mean it's wild on the brecon beacons because the sas train there you know because it's it's good for their winter training i mean it's, it's it's pretty rough up there you know but um yeah the farms around it were totally uh totally they, they totally knew that these things were were around because they're not stupid they'll look at injuries they'll look at carcasses the whole thing and uh you know that it's not hard to put two and two together that some big predator because we've obviously got the stories here about uh the beast of bodmin whether it's a panther my, my brother's seen it my cousin's seen it um you know and it's a but he said underneath of the black fur is leopard, like leopard spots. So maybe it's a hybrid, a, a throwback from when uh, they had the, the they they put the wild animal. A lot of people that lived in sort of stately homes and things like that, they were eccentric or aristocratic. They had exotic pets, everything from, you know, a tiger to a leopard. Right. And then the law came in that uh, these things were persona non grata you know they were they were they were to be have licenses for and, and legislation and put into um safari parks so they just let them just let them out let them go into the, and, and and in the forest of dean going back to the iron age and the romans there was um what we call scowl holes which are basically free mining and these these uh these caves systems and uh mining they they go they go for miles absolute miles you can get lost in those things no nobody really goes down them and i noticed when they placed i think me and you were talking about it or seen it when they placed in america the old mine map of all the mines in north america on top of the the dogman encrypted um you know sightings and experiences it was almost identical it was, it was right. too, there was too much coincidence there uh, there was too much fact there for it to be just a coincidence there were lines where 
you could see so maybe they you know i i know that the big cats in the forest of dean are, are are known to live in lairs and in the the, the scowl holes as, as we call them i mean these things you know people used to throw cars into them you know and, and oh, wait wow. wait for like 30 seconds and then you're boom you know like motorbikes and cars if they wanted to get rid of them you know so it's like we used to throw rocks down as kids and you know and you hear one you know it's hit the bottom and then about 20 seconds later you're you know so they they just they've been there since the iron age you know in, in in britain and then the romans took over and then there was tin and ore and Da, 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 da. And they're, they're, you know they're dangerous places you know and not all of them go that way of course they go that way you can there are areas where you can um you can go in at one side and come out like a mile later you know and 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 when uh, not many but not many people go in them you know then then they're not fun places <laughs> you know right stay we were always told to stay away from them when we when we were kids you know and, and they were only uh sectioned off by wire fencing they weren't exactly inaccessible you know some were filled in but um but generally and they're everywhere they're absolutely everywhere you know even even where i am here there are paint mines that go on and on and stuff so oh wow you know so in america i've seen places in arizona all over where uh they have these mine mining uh, systems and people go into them and you know anything could be in there you know and it's cool it's shelter going back again to what are they gonna feed on are they desperate enough to take a human i, th I think they are you're talking about the missing people I couldn't believe that in in the UK. That's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. and and for the the government not to be like, uh, what's going on? We need to look at this and and not making it publicly. Yeah, no, they, that, that is strange. Yeah, they, I don't think they could make it. I mean, David Polite is with missing four one one and and everything that he's looked into and the park services when he had a specific case of of uh and some of those cases are, are are pretty freaky and they said that oh it's going to cost like some crazy amount of money to give you all the information on you know because it is about money at the end of the day then they're, they're not going to bite the hand that feeds they're not going to i mean uh game and wildlife um i mean and in your uh profession i mean <sighs> These people must be seeing stuff a lot of the time and getting some strange calls in. And they have to be. They have to be. Yeah, of course. And the same here. They have to be because I was at a, a, a meal with um, a friend of mine, which I, I came uh, through Deborah, actually, Deborah Hatswell. Remember, I told you the story about my friend that saw these, not far from here, these sort of four creatures sandy colored with flat faces and on deborah's map of the uk and europe right because you always look at where you live you always go ah where do i live is anything been seen and i'm like oh my god the flat-faced 
sort of gorilla cross lion things that just walked in front of their car, like four or five of them, I think, or three or four. And the last one, as it walked sort of down over the bank, it sort of looked round at them. Like, and, and I'm looking at the bottom, and this thing looked round at them as if to say, sort of, yeah, and what, what are you going to do? You know, the intelligence in it. And this is on Deborah's uh, map of uh, encrypted uh, sightings. And, uh, and when I saw the name at the bottom, I'm like, I know that guy. I know that guy. The next time I saw him, and he's a no-ball guy, you know, like yourself. He's a no-ball guy. He hasn't got a false bone or a lying bone in his body. He's a, you know, tough guy, good guy. And he told me the story. And then I was sat a few months later with a, a, a police officer um, that that was his beat, as we say. You know, that was his where he patrolled he was a motorbike policeman to mainly and uh and i said to him i said jonathan i said um you know you need to talk to tam because he had this experience with these uh creatures and, and just weird and i'm like and i'm into all that stuff and he he was a very foolhardy he is a very foolhardy good guy a nice guy and he just turned around to me and said I've seen things on that road out of the corner of my eye, at like when I start in my shift, either early or going home late at night, you know, and uh, I couldn't tell you what I saw. I couldn't tell you what I saw, but I can tell you one thing that, that it was big, whatever it was. And it, and you know, and it weren't no horse or no cow. And he sort of left it at that. Really. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And he also, every time he was around that area and a little bit further, because you're on the moors then, you're on like American werewolf territory, because that was all filmed in uh, the Brecon Beacons, Wales. It wasn't uh, in the... And he said, I, the amount of times, he said, probably only in, on my hand, he said, when I stopped, but I felt eyes beating into me he said and i know enough that if there's people around he said but this was like there weren't any people around he said and i i just felt like i was being watched he said and i i, I don't get that uh that vibe that feeling um you know all the time but when it he said but, and it was always in these certain places literally along there he said i just felt something was like nudging me going just sort of get out of here you know this is the police officer Right, doing his rounds, you know. Uh, so yeah, and and he is a no a kind of no nonsense guy, either. He said, but, but I, I, I felt these kind of like eyes burning. I he said, I could never put my finger on it. He said, and then it wouldn't happen, and then it would happen again. He said, and it was just like you know, the, that same kind of feeling. So, you know, I mean, it's uh. We're in between now. We're in between Dartmoor and Exmoor, which is which is two huge moors. And um, I told you the story about my other friend who was ex forces. Who they do these wild camping trips where they'll say, "Oh, we'll make a, a three course, uh, five star meal," and they'll go up. And it, the weather it doesn't. They don't do it in the summer. 
basically. They'll just go, right, tomorrow we'll go and cook a three-course meal on the on a moor. We're not going to take a tent. We're going to wild camp. Da, 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 da. We'll, we'll find, you know, but their shelter is a wall with a piece of tarpaulin going down to the ground, and they'll sleep in that. And he was up on those moors, and, uh, and I said to you before, and, and I said, what was it like? And he said, there wasn't one minute through a certain part of the night between two and five so maybe two and four thirty. It was almost like everything coming where we couldn't hear like something on the wind, like almost like talking or some kind of chattering or some kind of movement. He said we were freaked. He said there was nothing up until and all of a sudden around two o'clock it just it was like the floodgates opened up and there was you know, he said and he's like, I'm never going up there again where they went and, and wow. he, he up there before he said we could hear stuff on the wind and then that's right they they sort of broke it down and they went and stayed in what they call like a croft which is basically a, a, a pigsty out in the middle of nowhere you know it's just a, 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 a sort of stony roughly built area where you can get a bit of shelter if the weather's bad but yeah they they, they wanted some uh they wanted some stone in between them, I think. <laughs> Just uh, that's, I mean, I'm like, what do you expect? That's Dartmoor. There's there's a Victorian prison up there where people have seen stuff. Lags, as we call them, people in jail have seen things out of their jail windows where something's been throwing rocks up into a tree and then something's obviously fell down out the tree and this sort of, uh, being as you know in the moonlight has kind of scuffled around and they're like but but it, it just looked like someone that didn't have any clothes on but had like a uh a, a fur a fur coat on of or a, you know just weird I mean, but it is a very very weird uh vibe up there princetown which is where dartmoor prison is which is an old victorian prison i mean and it and it is it's like and it's right up on top of the moors, so you, you ain't getting out of there. It's it's really you can actually go and visit it. So when you come over, I'll take you up there because you'll love it. It's 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 proper old English, you know everything about it. It's it's uh, you know you get put in Dartmoor, you've been a naughty boy. <laughs> oh Lord, you ain't going nowhere up there. But yeah, the 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 guy I think was done for um, like fraud. And he explained it to his brother. And then his brother put the story that he'd explained to him on one of the sites. Maybe it was Deborah's where he just saw this wild man that he thought was just a lag, as they say, another inmate just that broke out and wasn't going anywhere. And was just, you know, he said, but it was, it was trying to obviously trying to get something out of the tree. So it was probably a roosting pheasant. And he said, and then as it went out into the moonlight, this thing looked like it had like a fur coat on, like fur and covered in fur. And then he's like, this is just not right. This is not right. And I don't think he had long to go. I think he was, uh, he was, but then every night after that, he was at his window watching to see if he could see anything, you know, but, uh, and that was probably about two or three miles from where I was just saying about my friend where they uh, where they did their wild camping. It's all up there, Princeton. I've cycled all around there, and I wouldn't want to be up there at night, to be honest with you. 
a lot of the, the dad calls it the badlands right there. Yeah, if you call it the badlands, there's a reason why. So yeah, yeah. I'm good. You've got Bodmin Moor as well, which is down in Cornwall, which where they've got the um, the Jamaica Inn, which is a very famous Daphne du Maurier book on all the smugglers that would all meet at this uh, pub in on the moors and divvy up all their ill-gotten gains where they held up the lamps and brought the ships onto the rocks and then killed all the sailors and you know robbed and stuff like that there's a lot of folklore and a lot of um history down there and that place is completely and utterly full of ghosts absolutely the jamaica inn yes it, and it's in the middle of nowhere like on bodmin moor it, it's uh it's uh you know the daphne du maurier film which is um an old black and white film is fantastic you know it's it's really like you know just uh, smugglers and pirates and people that you know. Uh, there's a name they've they've gotten where they put them put the lamps up and bring the ships into the uh, onto the rocks. But uh, that place has got a lot of ghosts, definitely. It's just it, you know it goes with the area. There's there's another uh, pub called which is full of ghosts as well called the um, the Highwayman, the Highwayman. And it's the whole pub is built around um, like nursery rhymes, like the old woman that lived in the shoe and everything. And people have walked right. in there, walked in, in and, and it's all little kind of rooms and alleys, you know, just just higgledy piggledy, as we say. And like people have walked in there who I know, cyclists and and and. Uh, gone into the bar and said, oh, have you got a fancy dress going on tonight, like some kind of uh, party in there? Well, well, there's a guy stood in the in the foyer, in the hallway there, and he's dressed as a cavalier. And like, there ain't nobody in here dressed as a cavalier. And they've seen, he's like, you've seen the ghost, the cavalier ghost, when the, the roundheads and king... And what King Oliver Cromwell and the, the the British Civil War was going. That so many of those places, you toss a coin whether they're for the Crown or for Cromwell. It's a lot of bloodshed. And um, my uncle saw one as well, a cavalier with a big feather. And this guy's oh, just wow. just stood there as solid as me or you. And he's like, "All right, all right, mate." And just walked in and thought, "Oh, what? Where's the party tonight? You know, the fancy dress." You know, like, there's there's you know there's no one in here. Oh, but you've seen him. You've seen the Cavalier. Yeah, he, he, he just stands there. He doesn't say anything. So there was a young man, you know, just... So that's that's that area. It, and it just goes... The list of that those moors out there just goes on and on and on. And so you've definitely got the, the, the sort of black beasts. You've definitely got the Woodwouse, which is the British Bigfoot, 100%. You've definitely got supernatural. You've definitely got paranormal. You've probably, if you want to spend much time out there, and I, I, I've hiked out there a few times, and it is, it's not the place to get lost either. It's, um, they have this kind of grass that seems to like, if it makes sense, it's like this thick moss grass that seems to cover about three feet of water 
it's almost like there's a, a, a like an underground water table, which obviously there is. Oh, yeah. But it's hard to cross and treacherous, you know, the whole jack-o'-lanterns thing. And like I told you about my friend that saw that kind of horse-haired, covered mm -hmm. being looking up at him. That's all there. That's that's in that area, you know. So um, it, it's just inhospitable place you've got to keep your wits about you. you don't you don't get lost out there on those moors um because it's um it, the, the you know it's the same as anywhere the weather comes in like that and uh if you're if you're not prepared and you're not uh you know equipped then it can be uh it, it can be fatal out there you know people think england you know there's going to be somebody around the corner on their bike or you know or whatever and Nah, those moors ain't like that. Bodmin Moor, Exmoor, Dartmoor, and they're all kind of almost connected, and and the land in between is is all. But that is as well the near the area, the top of it, where I told you the story about the the guy that was doing some work for a farmer, and he could see these shadows of people. Up oh yeah. When he said to him, "You leave them be." We don't mess with them. They don't mess with us. That's the woodwows, basically. And you could hear them whistling and stuff. And uh, the guy came and the, he was working for and took uh, a couple of the people back. And he carried on doing his thing until he came back and picked them up in this, uh, like, buggy thing. And he said, who are these? I can see people up there, you know. And, and, and that was when he said, uh, you know, you leave them be. They don't mess with us. They've been here a long time. They've been in a lot longer than us. You know, you leave them be. So he completely knew about it. And it was obviously British Bigfoot, Woodwaves, Wild Men. Not far from the picture I sent you. Remember the eye? Right. Yeah. It's turning. And the girl didn't really want to sort of elaborate on uh, coming on the show and everything. But she gave me permission to to show you that. I mean, what is that, Chris? It's a face, isn't it? Yeah. Why? Or two eyes. You can actually see the mouth and the nose. And she, I enhanced it, but she, she just caught it. And she said the same thing. And that's near that area and near the uh, airport, the old RAF New, New Key Airport, where um, the guy said that he, I, I, he'd been on six, uh, Air Force bases in the UK. He said that was the only base there, St. Maudlin, I think it's called, where even if they went to the toilet, they budded up. He said it was just, a, 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 you know, something was around that, and that's literally on the doorstep of where I, where that girl um, sent me those pictures. It's in, It's literally just about two miles the other side so what's down there and she said that they had a massive um spoil heap you know what a spoil heap is like basically if they've done building works or farm works they they pile up a load of dirt in a sort of i don't know 10 15 20 foot mound when the farmer came to move the spoil heap uh she said that they were very active while the spoil heap was there. Um, and she had an idea of where they were, and it was a cave. It was an old mine, because Cornwall is 
totally famous for tin mine. They supplied tin to the Romans, you know? Oh, um, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally goes way back. And, um, you know, two and a half thousand years, they, they supplied tin for their armor, tin for the, whatever they needed. They traded with them and Constantinople and the you know Far East. Cornish tin. You can still see a lot of the old tin mines 10 minutes from, from here. And uh, she had an idea that that's where they were, basically. And uh, I can't remember if it was their pet dog that chewed the young, they had a young daughter and they always seemed to think that these things would be very inquisitive when the children were playing. And the young daughter had a, had a ball that the dog had chewed. And all they were doing, oh, don't worry, darling, don't worry. Uh, you know, it's only a, a, I don't know, a three or four year old. I'll get you another ball. I'll get you another ball. Don't worry, I'll get you another ball. Oh, my ball, the dog. The next day, a ball that had nothing to do with the family was in the front of their garden, put on their like porch. And it, was a, it wasn't a new ball, it was an old, but it was put on their porch. And she explained that to me. She said, I don't know what else could have, could have put it there. And the dog wouldn't touch it. The dog wouldn't go anywhere near it as well. Dog would not, dog was, was wary of it. So whatever put it there. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Like they must have been talking. Maybe it was he listening, but but she didn't see it. But her eldest son, I think it was a son or a stepson, saw the. She had a name from. She had a name. Oh, the watch, like like the watchers. She called him, but it was a bit more, a bit more. Um, friendly than that what was it called but but she said that the son came out of his car late one night or the stepson to, to come home and, and he saw the figure standing there and sort of got into the house and was there and she's like look you know and that was the same uh picture that she let me show you you know with, with it's a face there's no other you, you you know what else could it be it's a it's quite a um it's it's a quite apish face, isn't it? You remember? Yeah, it? yeah. It was, you know, it was sort of. And you said it was turning, and it was they, turning, yeah. yeah, turning. So the the original picture that was enhanced was, you know, I mean, the bigger the biggest skeptic in the world can just look at that and go, "That's a face." That you can see that the outline of the nose, you can see that you can see the slit for the mouth, very thin lips. I noticed on on a lot yeah. of there's that people show of Bigfoot or Sasuke, very thin lips and the kind of eyes are a little bit and, and, and a pronounced forehead and you know just 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 amazing. I mean I mean she, like I said she 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 didn't want to come on and explain but you know I always get permission obviously it's just common courtesy if people want to share their stories and uh, and i did ask if i could show you it and she was pretty cool with that so if there's one 
I don't know how many she said there are, but if there's one, there's two. If there's two, there's three. If there's three, oh yeah, three. absolutely. I totally agree with that concept. And I think they, some of the, um, some of the sightings where you know, and I, I, I find it fascinating where it was definitely a female, definitely a male, and the and and there were two young ones there. You know, so right. it's it goes back to that thing where. You know, they're just trying to do their thing and we're encroaching all the time on their territory. You know, if I was them, I would have a, a hearty um, disdain for the human race. If I was an alien coming to this planet, I would have, you know, obviously there are good people here, as we know. But I would have a healthy, uh, I'd be like, you know, they're, they're, they're not helping themselves much, uh, that mob on Earth. You know, they're... Uh, and it goes back to maybe these creatures were the original creatures that was here. Maybe we were placed here as Caucasian, black, you know, maybe we were just another race that some other alien species or, uh, you know, civilization put us here, you know, because the, the gaps in the Darwin theory and, from uh you know like you know even bigfoot and stuff and bears and when you look at certain animals it just uh none of it seems to make sense does it really no it really doesn't it really doesn't no it does not it's all a bit um but fascinating and and it's you know it's always fascinating to meet people as well that have had experiences and I'm, and there's a place in france as well that i've just researched which is on the border of Italy, which is about 20, probably like 35 minutes actually from, from, from where we're, we're going to be staying. And, uh, and they've had three, uh, mainly dogman. It's a small village. Because don't forget an hour, 40 minutes from where, uh, Nice, the city of Nice is you're in the mountains and I'm talking mountains. I'm talking mountain ranges, not just, you know, the little, you know, this is like, this goes out to a vista, which is just like, like the Grand Canyon. You know what I mean? It goes way, way, way out there, right up until, right. Um, you know, like the Pyrenees, you know, and there's a lot of villages, you know, I've flown over there quite a lot and looked down and thinking, Man, that is wild. It's got rivers going up through it. It, it suddenly just turns into this kind of like, you know, beautiful, um, like, wow, yeah, mountain ranges. And it is. I've, you know, I've, I've been cycling around quite a lot of it. Not not a lot of it as in a lot of it, but I've, what I've seen has been, um, you know, it just goes on and on and on. On and on, and then you're going into Europe, you're going into Italy, and then you're going further on. I mean, it's, there ain't much landlock in there until you get to the tip of Russia, you know, and then you're going into Japan. It, it's like, you know, anything could be, uh, could, could ha habitate that kind of vastness of, of area that is, um, you know, Western Europe. It's, 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 you know, so much bigger than the United States and it's, it's all kind of, I hate to see what exists in there. Yeah, totally. I mean, the Black Forest in Germany, I've, I've listened to encounters, dogman encounters, different stories where Sweden, 
Norway, Finland. I was in touch with a girl that was in Finland that had had uh, um, experiences where their parents had, because uh, a lot of people in Scandinavia, if they're sort of middle class, they will have like a cabin out in, you know, I'm not saying they all have it, but, um, and this thing was, was, and she locked herself in uh, and called the police. And the police took like, you know, eight hours to get to her. But the police totally knew because they'd had other reports about this dogman creature. She said it, it, it was on all fours. And there's no, I didn't think there was, there were wolves down this far, but then it did the strangest thing. It stood up and came and was looking through, she had, a, they had a big glass window and it was looking through the window, like tapping on the window. And she oh, called, hell yeah, I, I couldn't deal with that. I couldn't no, deal with that. She couldn't, no, she calling the police, but when the police turned up, it was kind of like, you know, they weren't, you know, they, it was like they, they, they knew that, uh, you know, oh, he's been, uh, he's been around uh, again. You know, so but, Stanley Stones wants to know, has the dog man been around forever or is that something new? You can look at, um, you know, is it an Anubis or a new Anubis? Uh, yeah. Like, I, 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 think, I think that all these cryptids, and I, I, I think they're better off calling all these races have been here a long time long time if you've got sasquatch bigfoot bones of 9 10 11 12 foot creatures that are 110 dated to like within a thousand years but you're still talking 110,000 years okay you know the romans were only here like 3000 years ago before that you know the dark ages blah blah we're only talking our own history is only 3000 years old really you know, four maybe, you know, to be it in a more modern age. So when you're talking a hundred and hundred year, hundred thousand years, then I, I actually think that they were the, they were probably the first creatures on the, on the planet. I think the, the, the whether the, the, the Sasquatch, the Bigfoot, uh, through Native American beliefs and, Da, 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 da. whether they um, interbred with some or, or, or you know what's to say you know we've got Chinese people we've got Asian people we've got black people we've got white what's to say that there were there were not as many races of these type of creatures different kinds smaller ones bigger ones blah 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 then uh, you know more um, more remote tribes of them which is a good word tribes was to say that you know what do we know about this planet really from the about the human race more than sort of 30 40 thousand years ago only only you know relics and you know what 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 someone can date so i think these creatures of uh i might be completely wrong but i i got a feeling uh, that, that they were they were seen. I mean, there there are cave paintings from over supposedly ten thousand years ago. Right, that's true. You know, and the Egyptians who were a very intelligent, their philosophers were all a very intelligent um, a, a race of people. They were as natural to them certain things about the spirit world that 
was was just like life, just like breathing. So I think until we we uh, not achieved until we got into a into a civilization where the powers that be want to shape our minds and the narrative to a certain channel. I think all this stuff was just as natural as as, as me picking up that pen. You know, it, it was just a given, don't you think? That these yeah. were there. You know, the Native Americans, uh, you know, first, these things were, it was their world, you know, the skinwalkers and whatever they called. And, you know, and, and the same as British history as well. You know, they all believed in certain things that were just, they were just there. The green man, um, you know, elves or, you know, the, the, the more spiritual things that, that only a, a, a modern civilization and the modern world can kind of knock it out of people, you know. And it's, it's, it's stupid that it switched around now that the people that believe in those things are, are almost ridiculed to a certain degree by the masses, you know, where, you know, it's it's a loss of spirituality, I think, that I, I've i seen something, one thing, two things in my life where I just, I can't discount anything. I can't, I can't be ignorant about anything that, that, that I think doesn't exist. And I think that's how people should be. It's just open-minded, isn't it, really? No, that's the way. That's the way we have to be anymore these days. That's for sure. Yeah. So, what's I mean, on our uh, journey for the next show, boss? I've got to get nailed down, David Bunt or Johnny Elliott, and then I've got another person who I want to do a, a whole thing on Canuck Chase, which I've been putting together. So, so we'll, we'll give it a go. I'm away next week in uh, in France. So um, a couple of weeks, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll nail these guys down. If i got to tie them down, I'll nail them down. I know how it is when you're busy, brother. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. It's just the next couple of weeks. It's, it's, just, been, it's just been hell, but, um, but it's great to, uh, to be and, uh, and yap on. Yeah, we'll get it, man. We'll get it, brother. We'll get it. We're going to rock it. Another one in the holes, ladies and gentlemen. Debbie from UK. Bring it on, man. So hopefully you enjoyed the show today. Broadcasting from the United States. Uh, out of Kentucky, ladies and gentlemen. Derry from UK. We'll catch you on the flip side, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Rock it on, Derry Van. Be safe until next time.
It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. It's a grizzly. Oh, ship, should we run? <laughs> no. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, shit. should we run? <laughs> okay. It's a grizzly. Are you sure it's not Jim Monk? <laughs> It's a grizzly. I'm out of here. Huh. Maybe it is a chipmunk. It's a grizzly. Oh, Are we gonna die? I don't know. We're just gonna sit here and listen and watch. Let's get out of here, maybe. Oh! <laughs>